Today is January the 24th. What is Jesus' greatest commandment today? We see the second answer to that question as we read John 14 to 17. In reading John 14 to 17, we complete the final sermon that gave to his, that Jesus gave to his disciples uh, during uh, the Last Supper. In John chapter 14, he starts by saying, I am the way, I'm the path. What Jesus is saying is, if I'm the path, follow. One of Jesus' great commandments, follow. Now, Jesus then interrupts what he's saying, and he talks about the Holy Spirit. He does that again in a little bit. And it seems that his talks about the Holy Spirit kind of separate this sermon into several sections. In chapter 15, he comes back to the next section. He says, I am the vine. Now, the important thing to know, because Jesus is the vine, is that the branches remain alive only if they stay connected to him. Jesus is saying to his disciples, remain with me. He's saying things will get tough. Stick it out. In fact, he talks about persecution, but he says, you know what? Stick it out. Stick with me. It'll be worth it in the end. He talks again about the Holy Spirit in chapter 16. And then at the end of chapter 16, he talks about how he will leave them and they will grieve. But he leaves them so he can return to the Father. Here Jesus says very clearly, I am the Son. God is the Father. And he says to the disciples, you are my brothers. Jesus, in this passage, says, connect. Just as I am in the Father and the Father is in me, we want to be in you. Connect with me. Follow me. Remain with me. Connect with me. Three great commands of Jesus. John 14 to 17, New Living Translation. John 14. Don't let your hearts be troubled. Trust in God and trust also in me. There's more than enough room in my father's house. If this were not so, would I have told you that I'm going to prepare a place for you? When everything is ready, I'll come and get you so that you'll always be with me where I am. And you know the way to where I'm going. No, we don't know, Lord, Thomas said. We have no idea where you're going, so how can we know the way? Jesus told him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one can come to the Father except through me. If you had really known me, you would know who my Father is. From now on, you do know him and have seen him. Philip said, Lord, show us the Father and we'll be satisfied. Jesus replied, Have I been with you all this time, Philip, and yet you still don't know who I am? Anyone who has seen me 
has seen the Father. So why are you asking me to show him to you? Don't you believe that I'm in the Father and the Father is in me? The words that I speak are not my own, but my Father who lives in me does his work through me. Just believe that I'm in the Father and the Father is in me, or at least believe because of the work you see me do. I tell you the truth, anyone who believes in me will do the same works I've done and even greater works because I'm going to be with the Father. You can ask for anything in my name and I'll do it so that the Son can bring glory to the Father. Yes, ask me for anything in my name and I will do it. If you love me, obey my commandments and I'll ask the Father and he'll give you another advocate who will never leave you. He's the Holy Spirit who leads into all truth. The world cannot receive him because it isn't looking for him and doesn't recognize him. But you know him because he lives with you now and later will be in you. No, I will not abandon you as orphans. I'll come to you. Soon the world will no longer see me, but you will see me. Since I live, you will also live. When I'm raised to life again, you'll know that I am in my Father, and you're in me, and I am in you. Those who accept my commandments and obey them are the ones who love me. And because they love me, my Father will love them, and I will love them and reveal myself to each of them. Judas, not Judas Iscariot, but the other disciple with that name, said to him, Lord, why are you going to reveal yourself only to us? and not to the world at large. Jesus replied, All who love me will do what I say. My Father will love them and will come and make our home with each of them. Anyone who doesn't love me will not obey me. And remember, my words are not my own. What I'm telling you is from the Father who sent me. I'm telling you these things now while I'm still with you. But when the Father sends the Advocate as my representative, that is, the Holy Spirit, He'll teach you everything and will remind you of everything that I've told you. I'm leaving you with a gift, peace of mind and heart. And the peace I give is a gift the world cannot give. So don't be troubled or afraid. Remember what I told you, I'm going away, but I'll come back to you again. If you really loved me, you would be happy that I'm going to the Father, who's greater than I am. I've told you these things before they happen, so that when they do happen, you will believe. I don't have much more time to talk to you because the ruler of this world approaches. He has no power over me, but I will do what the Father requires of me, so that the world will know that I love the Father. Come, let's be going. Chapter 15. I'm the true grapevine, and my father is the gardener. He cuts off every branch of mine that doesn't produce fruit. He prunes the branches that do bear fruit, so they'll produce even more. You've already been pruned and purified by the message I've given you. Remain in me, and I will remain in you. For a branch cannot produce fruit if it's severed from the vine. You cannot be fruitful unless you remain in me. Yes. I'm the vine, you are the branches. Those who remain in me and I in them will produce much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. Anyone who does not remain in me is thrown away like a useless branch and withers. Such branches are gathered into a pile to be burned. 
But if you remain in me and my words remain in you, you may ask for anything you want and it'll be granted. When you produce much fruit, you are my true disciples. This brings great glory to my Father. I've loved you even as the Father has loved me. Remain in my love. When you obey my commandments, you remain in my love, just as I obey my Father's commandments and remain in his love. I've told you these things so that you will be filled with my joy. Yes, your joy will overflow. This is my commandment. Love each other in the same way I've loved you. There's no greater love than to lay down one's life for one's friends. You are my friends if you do what I command. I'll no longer call you slaves because a master doesn't confide in his slaves. Now you're my friends since I've told you everything the Father told me. You didn't choose me. I chose you. I appointed you to go and produce lasting fruit so that the Father will give you whatever you ask for using my name. This is my command. Love each other. If the world hates you, remember that it hated me first. The world would love you as one of its own if you belong to it, but you're no longer part of the world. I chose you to come out of the world, so it hates you. Do you remember what I told you? A slave is not greater than his master. Since they persecuted me, naturally they will persecute you. If they had listened to me, they would listen to you. They'll do all of this to you because of me, for they have rejected the one who sent me. They would not be guilty if I had not come and spoken to them. But now they have no excuse for their sin. Anyone who hates me also hates my father. If I hadn't done such miraculous signs among them that no one else could do, they would not be guilty. But as it is, they have seen everything I did, yet they still hate me and my father. This fulfills what's written in their scriptures. They hated me without cause. But I'll send you the advocate, the spirit of truth. He'll come to you from the father and will testify all about me. You must also testify about me, because you have been with me from the beginning of my ministry. John 16. I've told you these things so that you won't abandon your faith, for you'll be expelled from the synagogues. The time is coming when those who kill you will think that they're doing a holy service for God. This because they have never known the Father or me. Yes, I'm telling you these things now so that when they happen, You'll remember my warning. I didn't tell you earlier because I was going to be with you for a while longer. But now I'm going away to the one who sent me. Not one of you is asking where I'm going. Instead, you grieve because of what I've told you. But in fact, it's best for you that I go away. Because if I don't, the advocate won't come. If I do go away, then I'll send him to you. And when he comes, he'll convict the world of sin and of God's righteousness and of the coming judgment. The world's sin is that it refuses to believe in me. Righteousness is available because I go to the Father and you'll see me no more. Judgment will come because the ruler of this world has already been judged. 
There's so much more I want to tell you, but I can't bear it now. When the Spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all truth. He'll not speak on his own, but will tell you what he's heard. He'll tell you about the future. He'll bring me glory by telling you whatever he receives from me. All that belongs to the Father is mine. That's why he said, the Spirit will tell you whatever he receives from me. In a little while, you won't see me anymore. But a little while after that, you will see me again. Some of the disciples ask each other, what does he mean in a little while you won't see me, but then you will see me and I'm going to the Father? What does he mean by a little while we don't understand? Jesus realized they wanted to ask him about it, so he said, are you asking yourselves what I meant? I said in a little while you won't see me and a little while after that you will see me again. I tell you the truth, you'll weep and mourn over what's going to happen to me. But the world will rejoice. You'll grieve, but your grief will suddenly turn to wonderful joy. It'll be like a woman suffering the pains of labor. When her child is born, her anguish gives way to joy because she has brought a new baby into the world. So you have sorrow now, but I'll see you again. Then you will rejoice, and no one can rob you of that joy. At that time, you won't need to ask me for anything. I tell you the truth. You'll ask the Father directly, and he will grant your request because you use my name. You haven't done this before. Ask using my name, and you'll receive, and you'll have abundant joy. I've spoken of these things in figures of speech, but soon I'll stop speaking figuratively and will tell you plainly all about the Father. Then you will ask in my name. I'm not saying I'll ask the Father on your behalf, for the Father himself loves you dearly because you love me and believe that I came from God. Yes, I came from the Father into the world, and now I will leave the world and return to the Father's. Then the disciples said, at last you're speaking plainly and not figuratively. Now we understand that you know everything. There's no need to question you. From this we believe that you came from God. Jesus asked, do you finally believe? The time is coming. Indeed, it's here now when you will be scattered, each one going his own way, leaving me alone. Yet I'm not alone because the Father is with me. I've told you all this so that you may have peace in me. Here on earth, you'll have many trials and sorrows, but take heart because I have overcome the world. John 17. After saying all these things, Jesus looked up to heaven and said, Father, the hour has come. Glorify your son so he can give glory back to you. For you've given him authority over everyone. He gives eternal life to each one you've given him. This is the way to have eternal life, to know you, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, the one you sent to earth. I brought glory to you here on earth by completing the work you gave me to do. Now, Father, bring me into the glory we shared before the world began. I've revealed you to the ones you gave me from this world. They were always yours. You gave them to me, and they have kept your word. 
they know everything I have as a gift from you. For I passed on to them the message you gave me. They accepted it, and they know that I came from you, and they believe you sent me. My prayer is not for the world, but for those you've given me, because they belong to you. All who are mine belong to you, and you've given them to me, so they bring me glory. Now, I'm departing from the world. They're staying in this world. But I'm coming to you, Holy Father. You have given me your name. Now protect them by the power of your name so that they will be united just as we are. During my time here, I protected them by the power of the name you gave me. I guarded them so that not one was lost except the one headed for destruction as the scriptures foretold. Now I'm coming to you. I told them many things while I was with them in this world so they would be filled with my joy. I've given them your word and the world hates them because they don't belong to the world just as I don't belong to the world. I'm not asking you to take them out of the world but to keep them safe from the evil one. They don't belong to this world any more than I do. Make them holy by your truth. Teach them with your word, which is truth. Just as you have sent me into the world, I'm sending them into the world. I give myself as a holy sacrifice for them so they can be made holy by your truth. I'm praying not only for these disciples, but also for all who will ever believe in me through their message. I pray that they will all be one, just as you and I are one, as you are in me, Father, and I am in you. May they be in us so that the world will believe you sent me. I've given them the glory you have given me so that they may be one as we are one. I am in them and you are in me. May they experience such perfect unity that the world will know that you sent me and that you love them as much as you love me. Father, I want these whom you have given me to be with me where I am. Then they can see all of the glory you gave me because you loved me even before the world began. O oh, righteous Father, the world doesn't know you, but I do, and these disciples know you sent me. I've revealed you to them, and I will continue to do so. Then your love for me will be in them, and I will be in them. Like, follow, and subscribe to this devotional on whatever platform you use to listen to it. Email your questions to us at questions at becomehope.com. Tomorrow, we'll see the last installment of Jesus' greatest commands.